everybody, welcome back to Investing with Wesley. Today I wanna to talk to you about what the difference is between Roth and traditional in regards to your retirement accounts. Let's get into it. So first off guys, I don't wanna bore you with IRS codes, regulations, and that kind of stuff. So the general gist when comparing Roth to traditional is that a Roth designation, whether it's an IRA or a 401k or a 457, whether no matter what retirement account you have, if you have the Roth designation on your retirement account, that means your money is growing tax-free and assuming you take it at age 59 and a half or later, all your gains that you've growed throughout the years of saving for retirement, you don't pay taxes on any of that. Now, as far as putting money into your retirement account per month, the Roth designation uses after-tax dollars to invest with. So you can think of it like this. The money you've put in there has already been taxed. Therefore, when you retire and reach retirement age of 59 and a half or later, you don't pay any taxes on that because you already paid them. On the other side of the comparison is your traditional account. Now, just like before, you could have traditional IRAs, traditional 401ks, 457s. You could have a variety of different traditional accounts. But traditional generally means that you're using pre-tax dollars now and deferring paying taxes until you retire. It's almost like the exact opposite of a Roth. Now, because you don't get the benefit of having tax-free money when you retire, you do get the benefit of being able to write off all your contributions every year as a tax deduction. So if you had a Roth IRA as an example and you put $600 in every year, you don't get any tax advantage strategies every year, but when you do retire, whatever your large balance is, is completely tax-free. But if you were in a traditional account, it grows tax deferred, but the $600 you put every year as an investment is a tax deduction to whatever you owe in taxes. Now, as a financial advisor, it's my job to get you the best bang for your buck possible. And that all starts with learning about where you are financially. For an example, there are some more advanced methods that allow you to have annual deductions like a traditional works, but also have tax-free income when you retire. Now, like I said, this is an extremely expensive and advanced strategy, and, it's, and it doesn't really fit the demographic of your middle-income family that's saving for retirement. Now, when it comes to Roth and traditional, traditional is the basic designated setting for all retirement accounts. If you open one up and don't specify you want a Roth, they're automatically gonna give you traditional. And this is because most people want the tax advantages and tax write-offs of opening a traditional, and there's income limitations to having a Roth. If you make more than a certain amount in a year, you no longer qualify for the Roth designation and you have to grow traditional. So when you sign up for a retirement account with a financial institution, just know that you have to ask for Roth if you qualify. Otherwise, they'll automatically send you as traditional. Now, if you had to ask me, I think they're both equally important and it just depends on what kind of investor you are. If you're the kind of investor that just wants to park money away and potentially put it in a good mutual fund that's diversified or maybe an index fund and set it and forget it, then Roth or traditional would be best. If you're a real estate investor or someone that handles their investments with a large amount of leverage, then I would recommend using a self-directed Roth IRA. Now, a self-directed Roth IRA is exactly what it sounds. It's a Roth IRA retirement account that you are in complete control of where the money in that account goes and how you invest that money. Now, you might be able to come up with a solution yourself on how a self-directed Roth IRA would extremely benefit a real estate investor because they can leverage whatever money is in that IRA towards their next real estate deal. And whether it's a flip or buy and hold and renting, the property is being controlled by your Roth IRA. So in the future, when you go to sell for your profit and all the money you've collected through rent over the years of you holding it, all of that is considered tax-free gains. But on the flip side of things, a traditional would be better if you were your own business owner, an entrepreneur, or your income is just extremely large. <clears throat> 
so you would need more options to put your money away into different accounts. As an example, whether it's Roth or traditional, an IRA's max is only $6,000. So when talking before about how if you're a high income individual, a traditional account may be better for you, let's talk about some of the limits that different retirement accounts offer and how you could use a small personal business to increase your tax deductions even more for high income individuals. Now, if you have an IRA, whether it's Roth or traditional, your annual contribution limits are $6,000 plus an additional $1,000 per year if you're age 50 or over and part of the catch-up program. If your employer offers a 401k program, then your annual limits on that are $19,500 plus an additional $6,500 if you're 50 or older and playing part of the catch-up program. Now, if you work for the government or a nonprofit, you may have access to things like a 457b or a 403b retirement program. Think of these as extremely similar to a 401k program. The limits for both of these programs are $19,500. And out of all the programs I just mentioned, either of them can be Roth or traditional. But where traditional takes a head for high income individuals is if they decided to use that income to create their own business. Now a legal business is an extremely easy and free thing to create. All you have to do is go onto the IRS website and apply to create an EIN number. That stands for Employer Identification Number. You don't need to spend money creating an LLC or a C or S Corp. You don't need any of that. If you're creating this business entity for the sole and only purpose of having retirement accounts, then it's as simple as creating a sole prop business and using the EIN number that's given to you by the IRS to create even more options with your retirement account. So if you had an EIN number, you could also potentially qualify for a simple IRA and a SEP IRA. Now simple IRAs can only be taxed as a traditional account. They don't have a Roth designation. And SEP IRAs act very similar to a pension program with an additional $3,000 if you're age 50 or over and participating in the catch-up program. Now there's some even bigger benefits when it comes to which retirement account designation you fall under. As an example, if it's designated as traditional, a 457 and a 403B, you take your money at age 50 and not have to wait till 59 and a half like a 401k or an IRA. Now, if you're a very high income individual and can afford to max out all of these accounts, then you're probably more worried about taxes than tax-free growth. So let's say we took all these generic accounts, including creating an EIN number for free and creating a simple IRA for yourself. How much tax deductions or tax savings could you get every year if you maxed out every account each year? Now adding all these up without using any sort of catch-up program and just using the basic limits, if you did traditional on every one of these accounts, you'd have tax savings each year of $72,600. That would make an extremely huge difference if you were part of the higher tax bracket and looking for tax savings. So let me put those tax savings in perspective for you. If you were single and in any given year earned $163,301 in that year, you would be taxed at a 32% tax bracket just for feds alone. And depending on what state you're in, you may be taxed additionally for certain state income taxes. But if you used that income you received and maxed out all these accounts, so you had a total of $72,600 worth of tax deductions, the IRS would treat you as if you only made $90,000 or so and lower you to the 24 percentile tax bracket. That's a savings of 8% in taxes that go back into your pocket every year just by putting money away for your own future. 
And obviously, if you donated to charity or did other kinds of tax-advantaged programs, you could lower that amount even more. But strictly speaking, just by maxing out every traditional retirement account that you can access, you save 8% in taxes, which if you're in a giant tax bracket, that is a huge amount of savings. On the flip side of things, if you're an average middle-class earner, then maxing out every available traditional retirement account probably isn't in the cards for you. In this case, I would choose a Roth because you could be lower income now, but with the right budget and investing techniques, when you retire, you could be in the top 1% and it's completely tax-free. So whether you're lower income or higher income, I encourage you to find a really good CPA or tax attorney and consult them about which option is better for you. Because as mentioned earlier, the advantages are great either way of the spectrum you go, but what gives you the best bang for the buck is all dependent on how you manage your money. Hey guys, thank you for watching. If you found this video insightful and want to next level your money game to learn more, then click one of these two videos because in those videos we talk all about that. Until next time, have a great day.